Right now it's 819 on the ticket and a topic for guys. Yeah, that's the great John Prine there. Sung called everybody. Everybody needs somebody that they can talk to. And I was listening to my favorite radio station a few weeks back. Uh, that's the ticket, America's favorite radio station. And Gordon Keith was on with the invasion for his weekly Gordon visit at uh, on Tuesdays. And they briefly brushed on a topic that I thought was really, really good. And Gordo had the statement that men, guys in general, just need to be a little more mindful of having those meaningful conversations uh, over a cup of coffee or maybe with a group of friends. Uh, You know, it could be something about the challenges they're going through in their lives. It could be a spiritual conversation. It could be... Anything like that, but I look at my own because I, I, it really got me to stop down on my own tracks and think about um, my own mental makeup and think that I have been mindful about that to some degree, but I also have been guilty of just what you talked about, Gordo. Of you know, you're a dad, you're a husband, you got your professional life, and it's all pretty much mapped out for you. Each day is how much day, uh, how many hours of the day or minutes of the week do you set aside to, you know, I really just had to sit down with a friend or a family member and just uh, kind of talk things out man-to-man of what happened this week. Could be good things, could be bad things. And I thought in taking some stock in in my own life, I thought, okay, I've done a decent job of that because there are several friends, one in particular, we have breakfast, we have coffee, not once a week, probably twice a month, and we have those conversations. And he's offered some advice to me, I've offered some advice to him, probably not very good, but at least valuable in that a friend cares about it and he maybe has a different thought on it. And I thought about how valuable that was to me, and it also reminded me recently, uh, this is like two weeks ago, I uh, met a friend for coffee that we're friends, but we haven't spent a lot of time together. But we've never had just a sit-down and a, and a real meaningful conversation about pretty general but life. And he's been through some tragedy, and I was, you know, had some sadness this summer in uh, losing a, a uh, sibling. And we had just a you know, really good talk. And that very same day, I had dinner with a friend from high school that I think we've met face-to-face maybe three times since we graduated. And we picked up almost right where we left off. And we didn't necessarily talk about, hey, remember this? But we just, so tell me about your life now. Tell me about your kids. Where are your kids? And it was a great conversation. And after that day, I thought, that was a great day. I had two meaningful visits with friends, one that I've known for a pretty short time and relative to the uh, the first friend who I've known since we were teenagers. And it made me realize that I haven't been as mindful as I should be about that because it was really rewarding. And I think guys need to think about that of, you know, am I taking care? Because I, I do think it directly um, it, it relates to your mental health and your mental outlook on things. And I think it's very important. Yeah, what you're talking about are are intimate conversations, like vulnerable, intimate conversations. And guys, for whatever reason, I don't know whether it's social, I don't know whether it's part of our biology, we do this thing as we go through life, we 
we don't have near the amount of intimate relationships and and uh, communication partners that women seem to. Women, they talk with their friends a lot about life. and Trust me, they are in communication. <laughs> they have communication. Guys don't really do that. You know, guys, a lot of their friendships can be based on doing things together rather than talking to each other yeah so you know you have a guy that you may have known for years and years and maybe y'all go and do stuff a lot maybe they're a a climbing partner you got like to rock climb together or you like to ride bikes together and everything but then when you talk about uh if someone were to ask you well what's um what what are his kids names what is a wife name what does he what do you want to be when he grow up and didn't and he missed the mark on yeah. I don't know. We just ride and talk about riding, you know, whatever Climbing it is rocks. you do. Yeah. And you don't have to force these kind of relationships on every friendship you have because different friendships serve different purposes. Yeah. But you should be on the lookout for there are some people that you will meet that you fall into a natural rapport with and that you have the opportunity to open up with and they can listen to you with non judgmental ears and you can swap kind of that soul talk with. Be on the lookout for those and nurture those because there is a problem with men have a much higher suicide rate than women do. Men, I think, battle this loneliness, this slow creeping loneliness that happens, particularly as you get older. Yeah. You don't have those friendships like you used to have in college or high school. And I think it's such a, a frog in a boiling pot for men emotionally Mm -hmm. and that they don't have intimate relationships and they don't have intimate conversations and it does wonders for the soul as you experience at the end of that day in which you had two and you felt a certain joy and lightness and an an, an, in and an unburdening that is very hard for me to say no but you're right at the end of that day and there's a reason for that is because i think that we have a mental architecture that requires connection with other human beings where these social creatures that don't tend to our social garden very well particularly as men and see junior you're with a young daughter now you're starting to get into the area where you know she will have friends and she will have activities and you'll make you know maybe some new friends there and you know have man-to-man conversations there for us empty nesters a lot of the guys that i used to have conversations with their kids are out of the house and some of them have moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we don't have those little league games every Tuesday and Saturday now. And we just don't, you know, um, I don't know, have that structure like we used to. And I think, you know, as we're getting older, like Gordo said, sometimes you lose track of that. And I think it's more important for us now, maybe even than it was 20 years ago. It's interesting you bring up the bike because for me, that's what it all revolves around in my life pretty much. Uh, you know, outside of my wife and daughter and this job. But the bike is where I have that. I have four or five really good friends. And when we go on a long bike ride, we talk about everything. It's not just the ride. Yeah, that's awesome. It's everything. It's our mental makeup at the time. It's our thoughts about the future. It's our regrets about the past. That That is, that's my therapy when I'm out there by myself and I sort through all my problems but it's also great therapy, and uh, back when I was running, I made two or three really good friends, closest friends of my life to this day, that we would do the same thing. We'd go on a long run, and we would have the most intimate conversations about everything. 
when you're out there on the road with somebody for two hours or four hours or six hours, you get to everything. And I think all of us really enjoy that. That's a great byproduct of, of the bike. Yeah. Uh, but I think I also have, a, maybe I'm an outlier in that I have cultivated those relationships. I think the three of us talk about a lot of stuff and we get pretty intimate. We're as close to each other as, as anybody because we talk on and off the air about all this stuff every day. Yeah. Uh, but I've also got two or three good friends, really, really good friends that live out of town that we have long phone conversations all the time. I think I've been pretty good about that, but it hasn't been a conscious thing. It's just kind of happened. Yeah. No, I think that's good. And I think sometimes I know I've had this thought of, hey, man, I want to burden him with this. I mean, I'm going through this, but eh, I just want to, you know, sit down and talk about the, um, the Cowboys or something. See, I'm you know? the opposite. Really? I always think... You want to burden him. Yeah, I always think I'm probably burdening him with this, but I really need this talk. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think that's healthy. I think I've been the example of what we were talking about a lot of times through the years of, man, I just want to get into it. Let's just, you know, I don't know. I saw a well, funny uh, yeah, video yesterday. And it is stressful to get into it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I do think that... That seems to have been different in what I've seen from females and males. A lot of times, women don't mind getting into and talking about some problem or issue because it clearly helps them. A lot of times, guys, it's almost like this equal response of part of it is would be a relief to talk about it and get it off your chest. And the other part of it is it's a lot of mental suffering to even just talk through it. Right. And so you just kind of don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Because just like, I just want a break from even thinking about that problem and talking about it just makes me think about it. And maybe that works, but I, I don't think that's really good. No, it'll eventually <laughs> back up on you. I think that stacks you. up on you. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing. I think it is good to, burden's probably not the right word, but to share that with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, share and, it. And, yeah. and yeah, you do have to be conscious of the fact. Read your friend's body language, and if you've gone on too long about it, or if every <laughs> time you're meeting him, you're talking about it, and yeah. you're noticing that he's getting, eh, maybe not hang out with you, because he yeah. he's... <laughs> Then you have to, you know, respond to that. You got to read people's cues on it because it is an emotional burden for your friend too yeah. to hear about your problems. You yeah. got to pay it back too. You got to be there for them. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And be willing to listen. And yeah. And I think when you get to the point of, you know, I've talked about it with someone and that's made me feel better, but maybe there is only so much time that that person has. I think that's why, you know, therapy is, that's another thing that sometimes, People have a, a wall up, and they think, oh, I, I don't need therapy. Yeah, I think pretty much all of us probably could use a sit-down and say, this is what I'm going it, yes, through. Yes, every human being yeah. needs therapy. Yes. Yeah. It's just whether people feel like they want to go pay for it somewhere. Friendships are therapy. Yeah. Your relationship through your family, they are part of therapy. They are the social interactions that help you try to refocus your life and gain wisdom along the way. And so... Every human being needs therapy. It's just whether you choose to do it in a formal setting or not. And a formal setting is a good thing with a trained therapist. A good therapist that you have a good rapport with can be life-changing and transformative. Yeah. And so don't just cut it off because you're self-conscious. I think culture has pretty much changed now to where it's not stigmatized anymore to get therapy. Yes. And it's good for you. And if you have the means to do it and you have the time, you should look into the 
doing that if you feel like you have a problem that you want to talk about. It's just men need to tend to their own emotional health a little bit more than they have been and be on the lookout for things like increasing loneliness. Uh, if you feel like you're all alone in this world, that someone, no one understands you, seek out those friendships that you feel you have a connection with someone and be vulnerable. The, and when someone is vulnerable with you, be vulnerable with them back. That's the worst is you get in a conversation with someone, some dude, and you say something that's vulnerable or you admit a flaw of yours, but they're not the person who ever really admits a flaw in themselves. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't seem very self-reflective. Yeah. Those are the people you can't really have those intimate I've got pretty much uh, everything in order. Relationships I don't, uh, with. <laughs> can't really relate to what you're talking about, but it sounds like a, a yeah. real challenge hey, that for sucks you. That you're yeah. going through that. Hey, yeah. man, I've been knocking it out of the park at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what helps me the most about it, and it's the thing I think I hate about myself the most, is I'm very indecisive. And when I have those talks with friends... It helps me focus. Yeah. You know, it's I, sometimes I need that because I have trouble on my own. I need to escape my own mind when I'm thinking about a problem or a potential solution. And so it's very valuable to me from that standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. No, I thought it was a, uh, I think it's a really good topic. And I think it's something that, because I was very guilty of this, we don't think about it much. We just think, I'm oh, fine. I'm just going to go on about my day, and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I know I have not done a good job with my. I find it much easier to have intimate relationships with women, intimate conversations, and so on than men. I don't oh, know yeah. what why that is. Don't say, oh yeah. Well, I just agreeing <laughs> with you, saying yeah. <laughs> but I fall into easy rapport with women more than I fall into it with men when it's talking about soul stuff. Yeah, and I know that's something I need to get better at. And I don't know why that is. I don't know whether it's just women seem more willing to be open and guys just like shy away from, oh, that sounds like a bunch of serious conversation. I just Mm -hmm. want to think about hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of hot dog you getting here today? (laughs) Yeah. 